0: This is Gilbert Andrew Garcia. Listen to my radio show, A Tip from Gilbert. Talk, inspiration, and prayer every Monday from 11 a.m. till noon on Houston's Gospel Leader, KWWJ. 1360 AM and streaming live on KWWJ.org. Listen on the legendary KYOK 1140 AM and streaming live on KYOKRadio.org. KCOH 1230 AM, The Source. On Send Geek Radio 95.1 FM, 1460 AM. And Aliento Radio 101.7 FM and 1540 AM. Call in at 832 Two five seven zero eight zero seven five, and follow me on social media. See you then. All right, Houston, we're going to let this play just a little bit there, Mr. Producer. This is a song by the OJs, and the OJs were very, very popular right there in the 60s and early 70s. You can turn it up a teeny bit there, Mr. Producer because this song is all about, turn it up a little bit louder, yeah. It's all about peace. I'll play it in its entirety, but it's all about people all over the world, join hands, start a love train. And this hit number one, right when the troops were coming home from Vietnam. And that's what it's all about. In fact, it hit the charts right there during the Paris Accords, which was the peace treaty for the Vietnam War. So it's very, very interesting. And it says, all of you brothers over in Africa, tell all the folks in Egypt and Israel too, please don't miss this train at the station, because if you miss it, I feel sorry for you. And it's all about a love train. It's all about peace. And speaking of peace, let's go ahead and turn that down, Mr. Producer. Speaking of peace, My name is Gilbert Garcia, you're here with me, a tip from Gilbert, talk inspiration and prayer every Monday from 11 to 12. And I have a guest of mine who's a very good friend, but he's also just an extraordinary young man. And his name is Mr. Ivan Sanchez, excuse me, Ivan Sanchez. Thank you, studio audience. And he is the president of Houston Millennials. And I will tell you, I have been to some of these Houston Millennial events, it's beautiful. And I'm going to ask him about the de- definition of millennials and all these things. But all I know is when I go to a um, an event with millennials, they're young, they're beautiful, they're energetic, and they're engaged in making the world a better place. It's amazing to me how incredibly uh, connected they are. And I don't know if it's just... The youth because they're young, or is it the tools that the young have, like social media, which binds them and connects them together? So, everybody, welcome Mr. Ivan Sanchez. Ivan, welcome for being on the show. Gilbert,
1: thank you so much for having me, uh, for always being a supporter, uh, not only of millennials, but m- myself being a very good friend of mine. And you're right, we're energized and extremely connected. We weren't born with supercomputers in our pockets, but when we hit the maturity age of 14, 15, 16, that's when the iphone came out that's when smartphones came out social media hit and it connected us like no other generation before
0: very good so let me just go back what is the definition of a millennial
1: so uh, right now it is um millennials are in the age between 24 and 40 years old just like any other generation we're going to move forward together it's basically uh, anybody else born in since 1985 or 84 to all the way to
0: 2000. Well, like, what am I? I, I, I I'm a baby boomer. Should I ask you how <laughs> old you are? <laughs> well, you, I'm, I'm, no, you can't, you can't, I'm 59. So I'm a baby boomer. Now, first of all, who comes up with these things? I have no and idea. And who decides, <laughs> you're a baby boomer, you're a millennial, and what years? I mean, who, who does all that?
1: I have no idea, but uh, the, the baby boomers came out of uh, after World War II. Uh, all the veterans came home and boomed, uh, had, boomed had some, had boom some society, fun, had society. society. So so that defined them. I guess millennials were defined by the millennia hitting 2000, um. Um, in which now they're called Zoomers because of the pandemic and everything defined them and going virtual in school and all that um, through Zoom. And But I don't know who comes up with it. Like Generation X, I have no idea who's then Generation X is between the millennials and the
0: baby boomers. I have no idea what how they came up with that. I mean, I, I don't know who these people are, studio audience, but at the end of the day, I don't know, maybe they have just too much time. On their hands, and they're just looking at things and trend, or maybe they're just the most brilliant demographic scientists, and they just know how it all works. Yep. So let's talk about millennials. So you started this Houston Millennials group. Yep. And what gave you that idea? So, uh, for a long time, um,
1: in my professional age, just trying to network, I became the student body president. That's when the first at time... Where, where
0: were you? So, let's talk about young Ivan. So, you went to where? I
1: went to University of Houston downtown.
0: And so, you became the student body president at University of Houston downtown? Correct. correct. So, you were always someone engaged in sort of, I don't know, making things better and getting involved. Go ahead. Explain to me. So, you were already involved, you were already doing all these things when you were young Ivan at U of H downtown.
1: Well, to make a long story short, uh, yes and no. It, uh, it, it, something extremely tragic had to happen in my life for me to wake up. Uh, my family and I are, um, came to the United States in an asylum-like manner. My mother's office was blown up, my father was kidnapped four times, and a letter came to my mother's office said, next time you're gonna put the kids in the school bus, they're not coming back. Come on. Uh, and this Wh- was where, the, where were y'all? In Colombia, Bogota. My mother, a prosecuting attorney. My father, a geophysicist. Unfortunately, um, there were, or fortunately, they were the only uh, people in, within our huge family tree that were educated and met together and had us. And because my mother put very bad people behind bars and my dad was uh, a wealthy man in Colombia, um, we got those threats. So what does a lioness do when her cubs are threatened? She comes to the land of opportunity. We Um. came here not for economic reasons. We came here for the basic needs of safety. And so an overqualified woman, I saw her cry a lot here. Uh, They promised me I was going to see Mickey Mouse. I still haven't seen that mouse up to date. (laughs) Um, But she couldn't even get a job at Pizza Hut. And... She enrolled at the University of Texas School of Law, that's how we landed in this side of the world, or in Houston, Texas. Graduated, became an attorney, started three companies, GoQuest Group, uh, which is mortgage, real estate, and title. She became the president of the Colombian Chamber of Commerce, wrote three books, was a journalist as well. And two months after my high school graduation, in which I was a straight D student in high school, um, like a lot of our youth, Hispanic mm. youth or whatnot, um, my mother was taken by cancer, leukemia. Oh, no. Uh, and that's the most bittersweet part of my life. I guess I shouldn't even say sweet, but the sweet part about it is that when I went to MD Anderson and all of a sudden I see my superwoman, um, a beautiful figure inside and out, the, the person that I always thought was going to be the backbone, and she still is in, in another capacity, when I held her head, it just changed my life because I said unconsciously, this is how I describe it now, I said, I want to be half of who this woman was. I was a nightclub promoter. I was a bad student and so I remember my mom teaching me about the great equalizer Mm -hmm. which was education. My grades in high school were straight D's like I said. No one would accept me and so I enrolled at the University uh, of Houston downtown, the major opportunity and I graduated Uh, in seven years out of a four-year degree because, you know, I had to, I was pushing shopping carts at Groger's, selling chocolates at Godiva, doing all these jobs. And I claimed to be a political scientist because I wanted to be an attorney like my mother. I'm not an attorney, and I'm at peace with that. But... Claiming political science as a major, as a young man, coming to this country of freedom, liberty, and justice for all, and then learning about private prisons, it was like taking a cold shower because I could not believe that, you know, some fat cats in Wall Street are making money off of the most precious thing that there is our freedom. So I just got really passionate about that, and organizations like the World Youth Foundation um, helped me and guided me my passion. I became a student body senator. Uh, And then I just, the first time my passion came out, uh, when I ran for student body president against like the, the popular school boys or whatnot, and I swept it. And that led to me bringing my former nightclub promoting days and politics. I joined them together when I brought a bunch of rappers to the school and we had this huge rally when a thousand of us walked to vote at the same time. I got the letter from President Obama saying, congratulations, you did a remarkable um, accomplishment as we drove out 65% of the student body came out to vote at that university, comparing every single university in the nation at 5 to 15%. Come on. And that's when Congresswoman. said she called me I thought it was a prank call I promise you I thought it was a prank call yes this is Ivan like um yes who's this this is Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee you're Uh, gonna work for
0: me you know what you sound just like her too because that's her that she's so
1: (laughs) she's great keep going keep going going. no no and um and I was just like I I I hung up on her because I was like man this this who is this I had seven job offers some six figures in, in in uh Louisiana and in New Jersey and her chief of staff calls me is like hey Ivan that was actually the congresswoman this is Glenn <laughs> Rushing uh, we're looking for you to be one of the uh, people to work for us uh, up next right uh, Right after your graduation and I promised you I cried for like three days straight because another thing that political science taught me we as minorities are so far behind because we think about the immediate gratification instead of the long term educational mm-hmm. process and my brothers were doing so good and I used the privilege my own privilege as like okay I'll never be homeless, but I'm gonna go work for the lowest paycheck that I've ever gotten or 80, 90, 100 hour work weeks. But imagine, because I still, still thought I was like, oh, poor Mexicanito, I'm Colombian, but right, oh, poor yeah, little yeah. Ivan, blah, blah, blah. But now working for one of the most powerful members of Congress, that's how I got my name out there, because I was her right-hand man for whatever, at whatever time, at three in the morning, four in the morning, what's up Congressman, I'm there for you, I'll pick you up.
0: Man, what a great story, I'm going to come back to the story, but we already have a caller in, Uh, we have a caller, is there an Ernie on the line? Yes. Good morning. Ernie, how are you?
2: I'm doing great this morning because I always get the tips from Gilbert that make me feel so much better on a Monday. (laughs) Oh,
0: wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you have me. I wanted
2: to say hello to Ivan and say uh, I attended one of your events and it's amazing. how. Yay. articulate uh, the importance of leadership it is so important and I want to extend an opportunity to your millennials uh, because we're I'm working with a group called Avance and they are looking for millennials to support them and they do community service uh, through family services and you would fit perfect into that group they're also hosting a, a gala on the 20th of October and I think you guys would be perfect they're going to be honoring The fire chief, they're going to be honoring firemen because they're such dedicated community leaders. And I'm thinking of you thinking he needs to be there. He needs to be there with a group of millennials and and really understand the importance of giving back because uh, Avance gives back uh, through family services.
1: I know about Avance. Actually, uh, one of the greatest honors was to be a field representative for the Congresswoman. And when she's not in town, I would go to Avance our facility. I lost contact with them, but this would be awesome, Ernie, if you can actually link us up again so I can attend that and connect and see what we can do together. And Ernie, which so, event did you go to?
2: This, uh, oh, it was fantastic. It was at the, um, it was at the new facility, which is, Um, right there, right behind the Derek Hotel. Oh,
1: nice. um, Red Ribbon. Yes, and the the
2: leadership was uh, incredible. I know Gilbert's um, banner was there because uh, they had talked about his his leadership and how he is helping uh, extend the communication and the talk about millennials. And I appreciate that, Gilbert, because we need our youth to take over. And I don't really consider myself old, but when I see the millennials, (laughs) <laughs> I start to wonder these are our future. This is our leaders and, well, and I appreciate that.
0: Well, there is no doubt we need and, and you know, one of the things we need leaders, today's leaders, to really mentor millennials and to get them and, on the fast track. Because this is y'all's world, this is your city, and you're inheriting things that you may like or you may not like, but at the end of the day, right. get involved. Ernie, thank you so much for that and you can get back to us and let us know more about it. But thank you so I would much, Ernie. Do
2: that. I will. Thank you so much for all you do.
0: That is wonderful. I'm gonna get another what's caller before on, we come back to hey, hey, you, Ivan, which what is going what's going on. What's up, Queen? You're,
3: hey, we I'm calling in because you know, two of my favorite people are talking about what's going on in our city and I really appreciate both of you guys. So I'm taking the time out and I can't wait. You know, you know, Ivan, uh you he's always gonna make sure our city is good. Um I'm encouraging him to be one of those city council people that they can seat because we have to have All opinions in every single district, and we are struggling with the redistricting lines, and everybody needs to be heard. So, I really appreciate both of you guys always making sure that we're all speaking, all races, enjoying each other's company, but at the end of the day, being humanitarians and making sure our city works good.
0: Well, Dr. Kathy, thank you so much. You know, I saw just a terrible article the other day. with me there, Dr. Kathy and and Ivan, I saw a terrible article the other day. And i will going to paraphrase the headline because I don't recall exactly what what it was, something to the effect of, here's a summary of corruption in Houston and Harris County. And it went through all the different people who are indicted, Pled guilty and you know like my mom said you always everyone's innocent till proven guilty in those things but at the end of the day it's just awful and I don't know it just seems to me we deserve better and maybe we just need more millennials to be out there and and making it you know making change yes. to get some new blood and new energy and new approaches Dr. Kathy what say you about that?
3: Well, if you absolutely know who I am, I'm always speaking about it. Um, I think we've had some great, great leadership, but at the end of the day, they are being the same old, same old. And when I say that is... It gets to a point where we can't pass laws, not because that we don't have history, it's because they both hate each other and they've done so much behind closed doors. They, in this pandemic, got tired of each other. So they're attacking each other. I absolutely know that there is a lot of corruption But at the end of the day, the Millenniums, we have to teach them to lead because they're already leaders. They're already hip. They're already technology. If we don't go back into our community, which Millenniums go back into their community, My age is not millennium, but Ivan knows I show up because the youthness and the drive and the communication is there. The old guard don't want to communicate. They too stuck up. And I don't mind saying it. They're too stuck up in their ways. We cannot help our community if we're not going to have the youth and the ones that are making a difference. Even millennials have a whole lot of real estate. We need housing. So if you don't want to talk to us, we're doomed. I, I
0: I think that's uh, I think that's right. We need to embrace millennials, the millennial generation, and all the energy and the new technology they have. What are y'all doing in that regard to help millennials get engaged in everyday politics, everyday government? What are y'all doing?
1: You know, there was an article that said um, I forgot where I read this that millennials are so hard to interpret what we want because even at all of our job interviews, when they ask us what do you want to do in the world, is to make an impact. So, um, what Houston Millennials is doing is is, is harvesting that passion, uh, seeing eye to eye, not saying, uh, you know, our slogan is see you at the top. It's not I'll see you from the top and wave down. is because we wanna bring all of us up together. I know we can do better in the environment, in policing, and a lot of different situations. So what Houston Millennials is, we are a nationally awarded organization promoting millennial advancement into positions of power in the public, private, and nonprofit sector. That seems very vague. Like how the heck do you push an entire generation forward? So we do this through seven standing committees that represent the most important aspects of a person's life, or a millennial's life in this case. There's the business committee, women's committee, community service committee, networking committee, Health and Fitness Committee, i forgetting one of them. That's okay. Um, but I appoint very passionate people in those industries to lead them. I don't tell them what to do. I might guide them and say, hey, we should do this, do that. But I appoint very passionate folks that drive those committee forces, so in which we call the legs of the organization, mm-hmm. which now has grown into 9,000 members, four levels of membership, uh, with 36 annual events. And all of this comes from my experience as well working for the Congresswoman. Yep. You know, she would call me on Sunday and be like, I want two events yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah,
0: I'm convinced <laughs> I'm convinced there's three Sheila Jackson leaders. <laughs> I, I really am, because I don't think she can be, I mean, she's just everywhere. She's everywhere. She's everywhere. There's she's gotta everywhere. be three of
1: her. I thought I was a workaholic until I met her and inspired me <laughs> to the next level. It seriously hey, it that, seriously did.
0: Well, let me ask this, be, uh, Dr. Kathy, uh, what else you got here for Ivan before he and I go kind of on a different pathway? Oh, I think I may have lost you. Uh, uh, but you know what? That's it's, okay. It's, it's, I've been in the studio, Gilbert. <laughs> Is this is this is this the famous Joe Jones? Joe Yeah, so you should ask
4: Ivan how we know
0: each other. Jolanda, huh, Ivan. hold on, jo- Jolanda, stay with us. So Ivan, state representative. I, I, state rep- that's right. You, 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 you salute that state representative.
1: I'm, I'm so uh, it's it's amazing uh, because Jolanda Jones was literally the first person that gave me an opportunity in Come politics. On. how wonderful! But that's was, Joe. That's the show I know. I was starstruck by council members. I could not believe I was walking in. The annex and city hall, whatnot. And uh she gave me that opportunity and she would send me to speak on her behalf. She would give me tasks. I mean, I went there like, I don't care, I'll serve coffee, I'll sweep this floor, I'll do whatever, but then she would give me some, some, uh, some positions of respect, even as an intern. And uh, that's literally what sprung me into being student body president, and then the congressman, and then mayor and all that. So shout out to Jolanda Jones.
4: I was, I was Woo! Kid, I was his campaign worker. I helped him campaign for president of HCC Downtown. UHD. I mean, I mean, I'm sorry, I don't know why. No, you're I'm good. Here. You're good. You're right,
0: you're right. Jolanda. I, that's incredible. I, I, I was, she came I, out. She came, I, out, came out for I was me.
4: City council member, campaign worker for Ivan when he
0: was. She <laughs> in did. Well, let me ask you, that, Jolanda. Did. What, what did you see in young Ivan? Because that's 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 what you see in him that you said. You know what? I'm going to go help this young man. He's got a bright future.
4: So, so so, first of all, so Ivan's Colombian, if I remember correctly. Yes, of course. And I'm sort of um, partial to Colombians because my ex-husband uh, Colombian and my children are Colombian. So that was important. So we had something to talk about because I've actually been to the country. Um, but two, Ivan had um, was trying to change the trajectory of his life And he was just willing to work. He, for the most part, was like, whatever you tell me to do, I'll do. And he was thankful to be an intern. So I don't believe when I have people work with me, no matter what their position is, I don't believe I should treat them like I'm all that and they're not anything. And so I give people responsibilities. I actually did not know that Ivan had political, um, like, to run for office aspirations. I didn't know that. I just know that he was committed to changing his life and doing good for the people. And so I hired him and I'm certain that the reason that he got future jobs was because he got really good training working for me as he told you, I 100%. I sent him out on my behalf right i also like that he's fluent in spanish that was helpful that was that's always been important to me so
0: well that is so great joe and i wish more leaders like you would do that take young people under their wing provide a mentoring pathway for their own future i think that says a great deal about you joe give us a real quick what's going on in austin and how are you acclimating now to being a state rep and everything else
4: so I am meeting my colleagues, one. I'm learning the rules so that I can be effective. I had a couple of committee meetings uh, for uh, for county affairs and just so happened they were talking about my bailiwick. So we're working on like conditions in prisons and jails and how we treat people so that when they come out they don't feel they're less and they don't come out reoffending. So we're working on those types of things. I'm totally concerned about um, abortion. Um, um, I I believe that women should have the opportunity to make decisions about their health. And uh, so I anticipate the, the, they have not called a special session. So I don't think that we'll be dealing with anything related to the reversal of Roe v Wade This year it'll be when the session starts, and so I'm concerned about not just whether women can control their bodies or people can control their bodies, but what other crimes is Texas going to create? Like if you, you know, buy in birth control or or you know help someone if you go with them if they make a decision um, to. To terminate their pregnancy, are you going to be, uh, is there going to be a crime for you? So it's just a lot, right? It's a, it's a lot, but public education, obviously, is really important to me because um, recapture is killing Houston, I, ISD, and other schools, and we are sending back hundreds of millions of dollars to the state, which I believe to be taxation without representation. And they're using the money that we pay as taxpayers here locally to fund other school districts. I don't think that's fair. And I also believe that's why HISD can't provide even some basic necessities for kids. That's important to me. Affordable housing Uh is important to me. I know that there's a lot of um, issues with building within the loop. And I'm concerned that people who have been here for a very long time are going to be moved out. So uh, that's important. Something else that's big, that's not just, it's in different parts of the district, but around the state is these uh, bars that are moving into residential neighborhoods and destroying the quality of life for the neighborhoods. And, uh, And so that's a problem in TABC deals with that, the Texas Alcohol and Beverage Commission. So there's a lot of things uh, that are important to transportation in, in house District 147, which is where I'm the state rep. They've got a, a, a university line going down Ennis, which I'm gonna talk with Metro about that so that if it is going down there that it it doesn't displace people and take people's land uh also as it relates to Text dot the i-45 expansion they have i guess Text dot has bought uh, what used to be i think condos or apartments over there by the way, and they've had it shut down for over two months and it is killing small businesses over there and small business is a lifeblood of my district. And so I don't need for text um, to be causing businesses to go out of businesses, small businesses to go out of business. So there's a lot that I'm working on.
0: Well, you, you just gave us a litany of issues that, Joe, thank God you're there to go, uh, as they say, you know, remember Harry Truman? Give him hell, Harry. Mm-hmm. Uh, give him hell, yeah. Joe. You know, yes. That's, a yeah, you just got to <laughs> give him hell. Well, let me ask you this, Joe. One last comment. Tell me, how would you encourage Ivan here about his future? What, we, what, what should he do? I mean, I, I know what I think he should do. I think we need him in public office. But give, give him some encouragement. What, what do you think?
4: So I know that Ivan is now working a lot with Lulac, and I don't remember which council. So he needs to continue doing that, right? Um, as we know, there is a lot. I mean, representation matters, and we don't have a lot of Hispanic elected officials, and we don't have a lot of young. I mean, young elected officials. Period. Um, and so I think he should go for his goals. He ran for Congress and I, and I endorsed him then.
1: Yes, you so, did. <laughs> Amen. You, you hit the bat for me, I'll never forget, Amen. forget that.
4: I can't remember what seat he was running for. So I think Ivan's doing stuff. I Ivan's I in his thirties if I remember correctly. So, I mean, he's just gotta keep grinding is what he has to do. He has to help people so that it won't matter whether the powers that be annoyed him and I can tell you, Dolores Lozano did that. Dolores was one of my kids that I coached. And Dolores and her husband, and by the way, Corey Hayward, her husband is my chief of staff.
0: I heard that. Well, you know, we're, I'm doing an event for them at my house Wednesday. Uh, so I do know you're doing that, and I know you're doing an event for me as well. We I'm ready. To, but I'm so ready. I'm
4: certain that I'll be there, but I I bring up Dolores. I should say J.P. Elect, or Dolores lozano because i think she's going to be great she did you know she's been working in the public education space she had been working with the super bowl i mean she was very young when that happened but Dolores has always been a ceiling breaker and she's super young i think she's like 31 yeah she's a millennial she is she just worked hard i mean she blocked walked she won with 71 percent of the vote uh and there was another guy who had endorsements from prominent people, but that didn't work because you just couldn't beat her and her team's willingness to just get on the ground and talk to people. And so Ivan definitely needs to do that for whatever it is he's
0: running for. Well, Joe, mm-hmm. we thank you for calling in. You're welcome to call in any time. And hopefully I'll see you Wednesday, and hopefully we'll be ready to do your event. So thank awesome, you so much. Awesome, that's awesome. that's the amazing – got to come up with a nickname for Jelana. The amazing Jelana Jones. J.J.J. you
4: right, vote <laughs> yeah. for me on November 8th.
0: Oh, that's Um, right, November 8th, because she's got another election. November 8th, vote Joe.
4: Wow. But thank you so much, Gilbert, for supporting me and for introducing me to the people that love you. I appreciate it.
0: You're very welcome. That's Jolanda Jones, ladies and gentlemen, state rep extraordinaire. Uh, (laughs) So Ivan, let's come back. So so you were starting the, so let's go back to how did you, did you wake up one day and say, I think I'm gonna start this organization. I mean, so, how, how did that happen? Because and you care about people and getting involved in sort of—I don't say politics because some people think politics is—it's like, what does that mean, politics? But you know, organizing for the greater good, and you combine them together, and you got this magic. But what made you say, you know what? I think I'm going to start this group. Well, um, I started feeling the frustration of
1: being. Uh uh, what is it uh, taken uh, for granted when I was student body president I kept going networking networking again I wanted to be like my mother or whatnot and every time people would shake my hand like this Gilbert
0: yeah I over and
1: over mm-hmm. and over it's like okay I'm student body president blah blah I thought I was okay blah 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 and then uh, They're
0: looking for the next hand to shake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah, like, oh, you young mean.
1: guy, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then I started working in the United States Congress. Uh, you know, I had the title. I had power. I right. had tenacity. I was a professional, not even a young professional in my mind. But it kept happening. And I worked in Congress. And I remember one night I went to three networking events. And the point is, this was like December uh, 27th of 2014 or 2015, I was working in Congress, but I went as Ivan Sanchez, and um, three networking events, and I counted about 34 hands, because I went to count the hands how many times they made me feel bad. So I went home and I was actually, (laughs) part of my language, pissed off about this situation. It's like, okay, I got the title, I got all these different things, I I can lend money, I'm a mortgage, um, Consultant, all these different things, and um, at about three in the morning, I was so frustrated. I just went to Facebook and I started this page called Houston Millennials Group Page, which still exists today. But the description was, "If you want a respected group of young professionals, at three people, who went to sleep." Woke up the next day with 700 people in there. Come on! And everybody was posting arguments. I was like, "What is this group? I don't. Even, we don't even understand. What blah blah blah." <laughs> and so I had the. I could have done anything with it. I was like, okay, maybe we should be pro Democrats. No, 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 we we should be this. No, maybe we should be nonpartisan. Maybe we should be uh, bipartisan, blah, blah, blah. blah. So a week later, I had about 1,400 people in there, more people, more community leaders, all the young folks that I was meeting because they kept calling us lazy and entitled, but I was far from that. I would outwork anybody. And I was meeting awesome professionals in those circles that I was going to in rooms that a young Latino was never supposed to be in but i was able to meet so many young people and so those powerhouses those young powerhouses that are doing amazing things in the community they joined the group and one day uh, on a saturday within a three-hour period i was like okay let's meet at uh, cafe agora in montrose as i just said i'll be there in about three hours and again, just about 40 something people came out, including wow. a priest, an Iman, another student body president, a couple of lawyers. And we just sat down and said, Hey, I feel this way. Do y'all feel this way? And they're like, Yeah. I was like, Okay. Let's do something about it. Let's make, let's start networking within ourselves. Let's start having networking events. Let's not get complicated. I had no idea that we were going to have 9,000 members. It was going to be paid memberships. It was going to do this and four, I mean, seven legs within the organization, which are the committees. But we just started networking and... Boom! The first networking had about 200 people. It was an amazing time. I felt like I could be myself for the first time. I wasn't so timid, and yes, I'm an extrovert, but still, networking, you know, with um, our beautiful older generation, sometimes it was intimidating. But for the first time, I felt comfortable. Just hey, 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 and everybody felt the same way, and
0: boom. That's how Houston millennials started. I think that's an incredible story. I don't know. I think I'm getting motivated here. Maybe I need to start something that's that's called uh, "Let's make Houston better." Houston Boomers. <laughs> yeah, let's make Houston Boomers. We still have time. So, uh, let's you know, we got to do something. Let's make Houston better and get all these great ideas for making Houston better. Yep. Because you know who knows better than the people. Well, let me ask you this. So. Now you have how many members of millennials? Uh, 9,100. 9,100. Yeah. But who's counting? Well, uh, that's up we to Anita. Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> our membership 9, director. is Anita incredible. Blue. That's incredible. Yeah. And y'all don't say you got to be this or that. You got to be this age or you got to be this income Anybody. or this race or this gender. You just say, if you care, come.
1: Yeah, our, um, again, we appoint extremely passionate people to that. So, for example, our community service uh, on Valentine's Day, we had roses for janitors. We purchased uh, 2,000 roses. We had third graders write special messages. Thank you, wow. roses. And we went around town handing them out. For Veterans Day, we cooked 400 hot dogs and, and hamburgers for homeless veterans. For Memorial Day, we went to the National Veterans uh, uh, Hospital Cemetery to plant flags. But now we're thinking forward, hey, we felt this way we now have the largest purchasing power the world has ever seen and the biggest voting block but what are we doing about the zoomers so the community service committee is planning to do a mentorship program for the next generation because again in in 20 40 years we're still gonna be Houston Millennials but what about what is next so we're always cultivating what's the future and I hope that the zoomers will pick up the baton here sooner or later um, and again help the next generation and help the next because we're all feeling the same way. And in this society that's about, you know, higher education and a lot of it is about just economic power or whatnot. Giving out a hand goes so long for and, a young person. And so. Zoomers are
0: behind millennials. Yes, correct. And Xers are in front of millennials. Correct. And behind me, the boomers. Yes, correct. I see. Okay. I think I'm, I think I'm getting it. I think I'm getting <laughs> it. Uh, I'm getting it now. So let's ask you this. Now, here's a million dollar question. Mm-hmm. Now, you may not be ready for this question. Okay. Are you ready? Let's go. What's the future for Ivan Sanchez? Remember Forrest Gump? Yeah, of course. Remember they said, run, Forrest, run. Yeah. I, somehow I feel like, remember that? Do you remember? Yeah, of course. Somehow of course. I feel like saying, run, run Ivan, run. run. But I mean, <laughs> you know, but but I just, I got to contain myself. Like, what's uh, the future for Ivan Sanchez? I
1: um, I hope that uh, my congressional run, um, I still can't believe when I look at my posters that 31-year-old Ivan ran for United States Congress in the richest district in the entire United States, which is Congressional District 7. This is where George H.W. Bush was a congressman before becoming president. And as the first, the youngest, um, and the first Latino running there, I really do hope that I inspired people. However, um, I already ran and I'm not going to just throw up my hands. Understood. Something about me, uh, sometimes I walk into a room, I know I'm the biggest failure in the room, which makes me the most powerful one, the one that is not scared to fail. So I am thinking about doing something else out in public office, if I ever have the grand honor and privilege to serve this city, or the state, or who knows what what else, uh, it's, uh, I've, recorded in my head that this is going to be a sacrifice, but it's a sacrifice that's gonna change millions of lives. So I'm looking very forward to that and to inspire a lot of more people to actually run for public office.
0: Will you inspire me? If you run, I hope you come announce on my show. (laughs) I really mean it. I think it'd be so cool. And I want you to remember everyone here in Houston, everybody, you heard it here first. I would hope you would announce on my show. Let's go, we got an Edna, thank you studio audience. We got an Edna Griggs on the line. Edna, Miss Edna, are you there?
5: Yes, I am. What do you got for Mr.
0: Ivan Sanchez or me or or Houston? Hello, dear. Hi, Ivan. Hello
5: there. So glad to have my radio on and in my car this morning, able to hear him on here. What a wonderful young man. He and I go way back. So good luck to Ivan, whatever that you decide to do in your venture. But what I called in also to tell you all that I'd love to see all of you this Saturday, August the 13th. At our women making history honoree texas democratic women's uh we will be having our women making history event at the junior league and we want to make sure ivan we would look to see you in the place and please bring some of those millennials invite them out to come and be a part of this wonderful event that's coming up on Saturday.
0: So, Miss Enda, give us that again. It's this Saturday. It's at the Junior uh-huh, League.
5: Texas Democratic Women Texas of Democratic Harris w- County. Okay. okay. And it's going to be at the Junior League from 11 to 2. And that's on the 13th, that's all. the all. And, on we, and what are we
0: celebrating? Or is somebody getting an award? Is somebody speaking? What are we yes, celebrating? Yes, yes,
5: you're gonna have, we're gonna have, we got women making history. Uh, Lenore, Lenore uh, San Palma is one of our Lenore Palmer, lifetime, yep. She's one of the Lifetime Achievement Award winners. We also got our Leadership Award, which is Dr. Carla Braley. And then we have our Women Making History Award, which is In- In- Ingrid Bond, uh, Kathy, uh, Kathy Carwell, Janice Weaver, and Ruth Cummings.
1: And then we have
5: our rising stars that are coming up. It's going to be Judge Angela Graves, State Representative uh, Christina Morales, Ruby uh, Powers, and Ruby Dane. So we got a full house. Uh, uh, Love to see all of you in the place. Thank you, Gilbert, for being one of our sponsors. And we look forward for those that still need tickets. They are available, and they can go online. Uh, to purchase those tickets, and we can also they can purchase them at the event that day in case that they're running behind and don't have time. We're going to open it up for people to be able to buy tickets at the event.
0: Wonderful. So Houston, please come. up Those are some incredible women. These aren't mm-hmm. like, I mean, these are like legends. And yes. some are, are are legend legends, and some are legends in the making. When you think that's of, right. When you think of Christina Morales, oh my gosh, she's one of the most incredible elected officials there is, and. Ruth yes. Cummings, I, I had Ruth on my show, Miss Edna, and mm-hmm. her story is remarkable. When you think yes, about how is. she grew up, her brother was there yes. on the on the uh, Pettus Bridge. I mean, it's just yes. I mean, just it's very very moving. And she
5: lived right. There. They they lived right there by that Pettus Bridge. E, that's so they got exactly to see right.
0: Everything that was going on. Yep. Uh, there, she was there. Her she brother was, was on the on the bridge during the march. And yes. so, What well, I mean, all these are just great great women. Well, we'll be there. Ivan, I got a ticket for you. How's that? Oh, let's go. I do. I oh. got a for you. And and yay. 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 <laughs> so I was going, what I do, I'll do, I'll get you two. That way you can pair up with a plus millennial. One, plus one. A plus, all right. a plus. And no, i uh, see all you there. All
5: right, <laughs> all right. Well, I look forward to seeing you guys on Saturday. And, see and you you there. thank
0: you for taking time out of your busy morning to call us. You're on a typical thank Gilbert you. A talk, day. inspiration, and prayer. Yes, ma'am. And uh, as a reminder, uh, we're here every Monday, 11 to 12. And now, we're everywhere. We're KWWJ. Keep walking with Jesus, 1360 AM. 96.9 FM. KYOK, the legendary, 1140 AM. KCOH, the source. I want to have a voice like that. The source. There you go. Uh, 1230 AM. (laughs) Aliento Radio, 1540 AM and 101.7 FM. Those are awesome guys. Sangeet Radio, my newest partner, at 95.1 FM, 1460 AM. They have all kinds of languages there on that station to really reach out uh, and cover all of Houston. It's pretty remarkable. I think we have another caller though, Ivan. We have another caller there? One moment. Coming in one moment, as they say, like Howie Mandel would say right after this. Now, here we go. Is there a Vicki Garcia? Miss Vicki.
2: Hello. Can I just say it's such an honor to be able to speak with you guys today.
0: Well, thank you, Mickey Garcia, the Hunter's ours. What you got for either me, Gilbert Garcia, tip from Gilbert, or Mr. Ivan Sanchez, head of the Millennials USA.
6: Awesome, well, I have a question for Mr. Sanchez this morning. Hit us, ma'am. Well, as a young woman of color, I was wondering how you went about becoming politically active and successfully networking in your youth. Um, I'm extremely passionate. I have a lot to offer my community, but I'm just lacking direction and I would love to have some insight into the work that goes into political activism and marketing yourself.
1: Well, first, I would love for you to explore the Houston Millennials Political Committee Um, We're running young people. We've run 50 something people for office already. Um, We're doing a lot of voter registration and voting pledges. We're uh, looking forward to get 5,000 voter millennial pledges by the end of this year. Um, We're having Meet Your Politicians here pretty soon as a networking, but with all the politicians across the city of Houston. Um, And we have a lot of different events that we can put you out there. And actually, if you become one of the political leaders within the organization, we're gonna be working together a lot and you're gonna be leading a lot of these events. So that's a huge um, hand that I'm uh, I'm putting out there to help one another. Because my passion plus your passion, we're unstoppable. Uh, but how I made it out there is, um, unfortunately, I'm not sure if you heard in the beginning of the program how I lost my mother, and so I had that innate passion to keep going, to be relentless. And something the Congresswoman and Jolanda Jones taught me as well is you keep going. No matter how many doors shut, you remember this, power is taken and never given. No one's going to hand you out anything. So we got to go get it. So when you go out and network, you shake 20 hands out of those 20 hands, maybe one or two people actually recognized you, but you keep going. You keep going and you keep going and you keep going because it is that persistency and consistency that is gonna get you out there. Nothing is easy. Everything is hard before it gets easy. However, you have an organization that's a hub that's pushing us forward. So we invite you to the organization and I'll see you at the very top, my friend.
2: Wow, thank you so much. That was really insightful. I really appreciate it.
0: So go. where does she go to get on this millennial? What's the website and everything? Where does she go? HoustonMillennials.com
1: or you can follow us throughout any social media platform, Houston Millennials or United States Millennials. And we're there. We're very open. We we need more memberships. We actually, uh, the uh, political committee has a vacancy. A chair and vice chair are vacant right now because our former chair, uh, Priscilla is actually just got promoted to be the chief of staff of the Councilor of Israel. Wow! So she's extremely busy and we're very honored to have her there. Before that was Dylan Osborne, which was now the the, the treasurer for Harris County. Um, So if you want to lead a young group, um, find us network with us, become an active member. And then after you become an active member, if you're committed, you can become a committee member. And then when we bond and I see your vision and, and passion, you can be appointed to lead this entire committee. So we'll be working hand in hand to change the city of
0: Houston. But but join and go, go to the events. Yeah. There's all kinds of young people just like you that wanna get involved, they're motivated, and wanna make a difference. So I thank you for calling in. And please call in again to a tip from Gilbert talk inspiration and prayer just to make sure i said that number because i don't think i said it already it is 832-570-8075 we have two more callers i'm going to try to get to them but we're starting to run a little shy on time vernita are you there
6: i'm here hi gilbert good morning
0: good morning talk to me you're with me a tip from gilbert with ivan sanchez
6: Hi, Ivan. Hello. Bo- <laughs> How are you?
0: I'm great. How are you?
6: Wonderful. I want to thank both of you for the for being amazing servants in the community. Thank you so much. Um, I'm calling on behalf of Texas Democratic Women, Harris County. Uh, today, we're having a wonderful event this Saturday, this upcoming Saturday. Uh, Women Making History, Yes. and we're nominating many women uh, with Achievement Awards, Leadership Awards, and Women Making History Awards and Rising Stars. It is going to be at the Junior League this Saturday, August 13th, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., and you can purchase tickets at tdwharris.com, and we would love to have everyone in the community join us.
0: Great. We're gonna join the love train, which is what my theme of my song was today—a song about peace, and everyone joining the love train. It was an anti-war song during the Vietnam War, and we're gonna join the love train there at the Junior League on Saturday. So we'll be there.
6: Thank y'all so much.
0: Thank you for calling in and inviting us.
6: Thank you so much. You're welcome. Call
0: again. Call again. We have another caller there. Go ahead and put him on in there, Mr. Producer, Miss Producer. We have a Daniels. Do we have a Daniels? Hey. Yes, this is Daniel Signs.
7: Good morning, oh, guys. Daniel Signs, how are you, my friend? <clears throat> I'm doing well unfortunately a bit under the weather oh. which allowed me the opportunity to actually listen to your show so I thought I'd go ahead and give you guys a call this morning well we're so awesome. grateful that
0: you did of course for those of you in Houston who do not know Daniel Daniels comes from a very uh, wonderful family that's been engaged in the East End making the world better uh, for decades including Gracie Sines his mm-hmm. mama who was a wonderful wonderful well is a wonderful leader mm-hmm. uh, in Houston but at one time was uh, Mayor pro and she has just been an icon in our community. Daniel, go for it,
7: man. What do you got for us? Yeah, well, first things first, guys. Uh, Gilbert, thank you for creating this space where this type of conversation can be held. Um, There's not enough of it around, so thank you very much for doing that. Ivan, uh, you know, you're a good friend of mine and thank you for sharing your story. I think it is so important for people to understand another person's history, where they come from, and why they're doing what they're doing. And for you to share your story with your mother, and I know how powerful that mean, what that means to you in your life, is just awesome for, uh, for that. So thank you. Yes, sir. Uh, I know yeah. State Rep uh, Jolanda Jones mentioned earlier about your involvement with LULAC. <laughs> And my question to you and to the audience is, how do we engage the Latino millennials to get them actively uh, working within politics and business? What are some insights that you might have uh, for us, especially for me with LULAC Council 60? um, How do we do that? Or or what are some uh, recommendations that you have? Well, uh, Danny,
1: uh, love you, brother. Um, thank you for calling in and, uh, and your guidance throughout uh, all these years. Um, I think uh, what we need to do is speak the language of young folks. Um, you know, I've been involved with LULAC for the past 12 years. I know the history and the power that LULAC has as the oldest civil rights Hispanic organization in the nation that's had huge impact. Um, But something about LULAC, it needs to modernize itself. Um, It needs to, again, speak the same language. And I think when Danny, myself, and other young folks start leading by example, again, we're going to be doing things. It might not be the cool thing to do, but the right thing to do. Uh, And I know our generation is all about that. So if we create this space about a young vibrant, modern, tenacious, organization where their voices can be heard. Because what I always heard at LULAC is like, you know, they do embrace the youth or whatnot, but I, I personally never felt so uh, welcomed. It was like, you listen to what we have to say so much. However, I'm not throwing anybody under the bus. They've given me so much tools to, um, to prosper in life. But I think, again, if we start doing things that they see, that we see, because Danny, you're a young professional as well, like myself, right? So if we unite and start leading by example, I think it'll come to us, because when we lead, people are going to see that, they're going to be inspired and join the movement that LULAC has. So let's continue what our ancestors did for us. They created this grand organization, and I think it just needs a little bit of a facelift and collaboration within the older generation and the young generations, because if we combine together, together... We're gonna be unstoppable. And as you know, Houston is the most diverse city in the entire United States, hence the world. However, it's not as diverse when it comes to our local elected officials. So we need to unite. We need to be heard because, again, united, we won't, no one can stop us. So let's brand this, Danny, together, um, if you wish and lead by example so these young people can see it in themselves and actually be a part and let's give them a voice. Let's not tell them what to do. Let's find their space passion and release them to the community.
0: You know, when you look at the city of Houston, between the Latino population and the African American, we're probably somewhere in the order of 70%, somewhere around there. At the end of the day, we're not 70% of the wealth in the city. We're not 70% of the corporate board directorships in the city. Senior positions of all the uh, department heads and all the city departments, uh, council, I mean, we're not. And so there is so much room to go and grow. This is what I
1: studied at the university and this is what um, what actually got me very upset because I remember Dr. Edgar Colon was Mm -hmm. my first political science professor and I told him on the first day "It's like look you're not going to convince me que pobrecito el mexicanito el Colombia, no everybody's equal and that's it and just throughout the six months, it was like he was slapping me with these facts. Like yep. we're 45% of the population, but only 4.33% of the local elected officials. We're less than, again, we're almost half of the population, but we're only 2% of the business leaders yep. and 1% of the, uh, of the nonprofit leaders. So we're missing on contracts, grants, constituency services, so many different things. I was, I was at CBBA radio station in Southwest District J, and they had an award by Robert Gallegos. I'm like, okay, that's in the other side of Houston, right? But you know, we're in a Latino opportunity district, and this this is why representation is so important. Because from the lavanderia lady right. working 12 hours a day, you know. Four feet tall, beautiful lady yep. to already huge businesses or not huge businesses, but small business to moderate sized businesses. That representation matters so much. And because you, it was just shocking to see Robert Gallegos. We're in the other side of the world. Yep. I was like, what? What about our district?
0: Well, you know what's interesting, and and uh, Danny, you still there? We don't mean to be shutting you down <laughs> there at all. Oh, I think we may have jumped. You may have we may have lost you, but we thank you for the call. The other thing that's interesting is, you know, if you look with the minority population, African American and Hispanic. Alone, just those alone, and then you add the Indo American and the Asian American on top of that. I think when you add them all up, we're probably close to eighty percent. So, and if you look at us, we're all the ones underrepresented everywhere, and we're all the ones that you know have very limited ability to create any net worth in our families, and that's the source of all this unequal access to everything, unequal access to healthcare, to education, and so if you don't have an agenda that's focusing on bringing up these communities that are left out you're missing out because that is houston i right, hold that thought because we have another call i want to get in two callers real quick sean are you there sean yes sir go Hi, for I'm it Mr. sean I'm... you got me gilbert tip from gilbert and I'm millennial extraordinaire <laughs> go for it how you guys doing today we're good we're good, good. what you got for us I just want to start off by saying, uh, Mr. Garcia, I'm,
5: I'm a huge admirer of you. Uh, you know, you do a lot for the city of Houston, but this uh, question is for Mr. Sanchez. Hit him I, on. I want to start off by uh, by getting a little bit more insight into, you know, the moment you decided to leave the, the life of, you know, as you said, being a club promoter, being a, a bad student, as you said, uh, quote unquote, uh, and then like selling chocolates. How did you... Uh, Weigh the risk. I'm assuming you had a lot of risk in pursuing your career in politics. How did you, uh, you know, justify taking those risks and justify taking those uh, sacrifices?
1: Well, Um, Again, like I said in the beginning, it was the bitter, sweet part of my life, um, trying to be like my mother. But it was, I was in a boys in the hood environment. I I don't shy away from that type of uh, language or situation that I was in. But then having such an inspiration of a mother, a woman, a minority in the United States passed away right after my high school graduation the risk was what What? keep pushing shopping carts at kroger's keep selling chocolates like a diva or jump Jump. because one of the hardest things for anybody is to take risk but take calculated risk and jump Jump. it took me seven years to graduate a four-year degree but did it pay pay off i would have Never in a million dreams think that I was going to be here with Gilbert Garcia doing this if I didn't take that calculated. Lots of feedback coming. Okay, go ahead. Keep Sorry going, keep about going. that, Jeremy. No, no. no. Um, I had some feedback over here. But I took the risk with full heart going in a toda, 100 millas por hora, and it did not matter. And as I was going through the college experience, I found more passions and more passions. And the most beautiful thing that you can find about yourself is purpose. And when you find that purpose, there's absolutely nothing that can stop you. So my advice to you, even if you don't know your purpose yet, you don't know your passions, keep looking for it. Keep looking for it.
0: All right. I think we're ready. I know there's a couple of callers there. Unfortunately, I think we're going to have to go ahead and wrap up. You can stay on when we go onto the uh, social media side. Let's go ahead and turn Turn on our music, you know what they say, you know, time travels when it's when you're having fun, yeah. it's already an hour. And I wanna make time for one more thing, uh, go ahead and, uh, cue music wow. for me on the low side. As we hear Love Train, people all over the world, joy in hands. The next stop that we make will be England. Tell all the folks in Russia and China, too, don't you know that it's time to get on board and let this train keep on a riding? Riding through a Love Train. This was a anti-war song during the Vietnam War, and it's just amazing when you hear it. And I want to make sure you wait for it. Are you ready? Wait for it, everyone watching, because we're all millennials. Being a millennial is a state of mind, and it's a state of recognizing to bring up everybody into one place. So that is why, I don't think I'm doing anything uh, (laughs) Anything. anything I'm not supposed to be doing here. For those of you on the radio, you can't see, but I am now taking off my shirt, because when you look at my shirt, hold on, wait for it, wait for it. I am a millennial. Uh, and I may be the oldest millennial member in, in America, but I am a millennial. Look at that. And so millennials, I'm with you. Let's yes. change this world together. Let's get behind this man. Whatever his future is, let's get on that love train.
1: We got your back, too. And thank you for being a millennial supporter and putting, your, uh, putting in the work, putting in the time for us, recognizing coming out to our events because that's what we want to see. Thank you so very much, Gilbert.
0: I'm in, amen. Yes, sir. Listen to this love train. Social media, Facebook. I don't know if I can say Facebook anymore. Uh, If we have that last caller, let's put it through. Did she drop? Okay, she dropped. That's okay. As we wrap up here, we're done with our radio stations. I want to thank all my affiliates, all my partners there. Again, KWWJ, keep walking with Jesus. 1360 AM, 96.9 FM. KYOK, the incredible KYOK. 1140 AM, KCOH, the source. 12.30 a.m. Aliento Radio, 15.40 a.m., 101.7 f.m. Sangeet Radio, 95.1 f.m., 14.60 a.m. We're here every Monday, 11 to 12. Talk, inspiration, and prayer because... There needs to be more good things on the on the news. There's good things in the world. You just gotta look around to see it sometimes. So get away from the negativity. Join us because there's nothing but positive vibes here. Call in, 832-570-8075. We heard a lot from Mr. Ivan Sanchez. And Ivan, as we, is she on? She's Michelle. Oh, we do have a Michelle. Michelle, are you there? I'm here, Gilbert. How are you? I'm well, thank you, Michelle. Hello You're there. on all of our social media still. So you got me, Gilbert Garcia and Ivan Sanchez. What do you got for us, Michelle?
6: Well, good morning to both of you gentlemen and to you especially, Ivan. I wanted to call you, and I'm also still a part of the Texas Democratic Women Board. However, I am not calling to promote, but also to echo uh, this upcoming wonderful event this coming Saturday. Uh, women making history, but I just want to I want to I want to echo also something that I've been spoke I uh, said on about our young folks our Millennials. I would love to uh, Encourage our young folks to become a part of the Texas Democratic women as I've been said earlier that you may not know What your purpose is in life right now, but I believe that if you connect yourself with a, a group of people That's that right. are going somewhere people that are aspiring, people that are motivated people encouraging you to become the better Self of yourself. Yeah. So uh, again, I would like to promote our, our, our I'm sorry, courage and send an invitation who are millennials to come out and to be a part and to join the Texas Democratic Women. It is not, uh, the fees uh, is not economical It's only $20 a year. Come on out, be involved, be in active and find your niche in society. And I believe you and I believe that if you do that, then you can kind of uh, find out what it is and what you have been called to do in society.
0: Correct. Amen. So you heard it here first and by the way, you can feel free to promote. That's what this is about, to promote good things in the community, whether it's your church, whether it's it's something going on in your children's, um, you know, ball teams or anything like that. I'm so glad that you did. So please, please, it's Saturday. The Junior League from 11 to 1. Lots of incredible women being honored. Be there, and you, you'll find me and Ivan Sanchez will be there. Thank you, Mary. Go ahead, Michelle.
6: Yeah, but I'm so sorry. If, if, if I can say, if I can say one other thing, you, you may have, please. I know many of you may have heard. Yeah, many of you may have heard uh, about Joseph House Community Outreach Center. Which is a uh, nonprofit organization where we feed um, between uh, seven and eleven thousand people monthly, four thousand of them being families. And we want to we want to remind those of you, you know, that we're still somewhat in a pandemic area. People are still in need; uh, they're still needing food, they're still needing household goods and things. Mm-hmm. So we want you to come on out. We're open Monday through Friday from nine a.m. to five p.m. We have a wonderful program we have we have food we have things for your home we have uh things for your outside door your personal whatever you may need so I, and if i may i want to get that telephone number out please uh, where you can call and make an appointment uh the telephone number to joseph house community outreach center is 281-936-8175 again that number is 281 936 8175 we have a team of women that will uh, take your information give you everything get you set your appointment to come out whether you rather come in and shop your own self or if you like to go on our line and choose from our designated product or to just in need of a emergency box something that will supplement you until your next uh, pay or whatever it is that you're looking to come in call that number and we'll be happy Awesome.
0: Wonderful, Michelle. Thank you for all that information, and thank you for calling in. And we'll see you Saturday. See you there. So let me Alrighty. just. Alrighty. Thank you, Madam. So i haven't going back. What an incredible story about your parents. And you know, sometimes here in America we take freedom and all these things for granted. Where your parents lived it, lived mm-hmm. the lack of having to escape for a better life and they suffered and risked it all risked for you everything. guys yeah. for for their children man that's that's like an incredible story she had to be a hell of a woman and being.
1: it's and the, the beautiful thing about it is that every um, parent wants the best for the, their generation, the next generation, yep. the next generation. So we, ha- we had here two, how, I'll say how it is, two peasant families. The only two children that were educated met. Mm-hmm. Started from scratch and built an empire in Colombia. When we didn't have the opportunity to be safe, the most important thing, Right. The most important thing, they risked it all and started from zero again. Wow. I was living in a three, four story house with electrical wires everywhere in Colombia. They promised me to see Mickey Mouse, whatnot, and then living in a shack in Miami, seeing my mother cry so much. And she promoted education so much so, and we had this lioness that no matter what she was going to go for. She reminds me of a little bit taller Hispanic Sheila Jackson Lee. Mm-hmm. When you would hear high heels, man, you better get up and throw yeah. your zapatos under the yeah. bed, and you better yeah. clean up that room. Um, and the beautiful thing is that. Now there's the Sanchez brothers: Miguel Sanchez, Bor Sanchez, and Ivan Sanchez. I'm the younger one in the family, uh, but my brothers took off with my uh, my mother's uh, original idea of the of the mortgage and real estate company. And now Miguel to be come a a bank to be lending more than five hundred million dollars in commercial real oh, estate. Amazing! Uh, around the Well, around the state of Texas, but we do it nationally. Uh, And then my other brother branched off to have Sandmore Investments, in which he has more than 700 apartment complex units now. Um, And having my two brothers as these pillars that I look up to. And even though I didn't devote my life into the private sector, I was told myself, I'm going to do things that money can't purchase. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have an impact in a different way. So to become the Sanchez Lions, the Sanchez brothers is something very unique and it could only be done like Elon Musk says, it can only be done in this country. So we're forever, forever grateful. I know it's an imperfect union, but throughout our visions, if we unite. Again, what I when I talk about a lot of politics, is not about Latinos claiming their piece of the pie. It's about if we all have the equal resources, all of us are gonna be doing better in a
0: society. And we'll make the pie bigger, Ivan, for everybody. That's the key. That's we'll right. make the pie bigger. That's right. Ivan, I'm gonna That's give right. you the last word. Please talk to Houston, please talk to your crew. Last word. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is time
1: to make an impact, what we've been talking about throughout our entire lives, the feeling of becoming someone, the feeling of making our grand city better. We have Houston Millennials, an opportunity for you guys to network, see eye to eye. There is a vision, there is resources, there is a platform for us to thrive. And remember, with people like Gilbert Garcia having our back, Like our slogan says, see you at the very top.
0: We'll see you at the top. And as a tip from Gilbert says, we'll see you next time. This is Gilbert Andrew Garcia. Listen to my radio show, A Tip from Gilbert. Talk, inspiration, and prayer every Monday from 11 a.m. till noon on Houston's Gospel Leader, KWWJ. 1360 AM and streaming live on KWWJ.org. Listen on the legendary KYOK 1140 AM and streaming live on KYOKRadio.org. KCOH 1230 AM, The Source. On Send Geek Radio 95.1 FM, 1460 AM. And Aliento Radio 101.7 FM and 1540 AM. Call in at 832 25708075 and follow me on social media see you then